Welcome to the Accent Training Podcast, a podcast where I teach you to harness the sound of your spoken English. My name is Pat, and I'm a coach of the American accent. And as you know, this is episode number 100 of the Accent Training Podcast. This is, of course, your favorite podcast to binge listen to, to binge listen or I suppose to binge stream, binge streaming podcast. That's a strange word to say, binge stream. And this is your podcast of choice. And I've got to say, it is a true honor to have the opportunity to teach you, my friends. Podcasting takes a lot of time, takes a lot of writing, a lot of patience. It's very tedious editing these audio files. But it allows me to reach this great wide audience all over the world. And it is a pleasure to be speaking to you today. Because I've got a little bit of wisdom to bestow upon you today about something that we all go through. Or at least everybody learning a language experiences. And this is making mistakes while you're speaking. Sometimes maybe you're speaking English. You're having just a regular fluid conversation. And you realize that you've made a mistake here and there, but the person that's listening to you isn't correcting you. And then you realize, oh, this is just a friendly person who's ignoring my mistakes when I'm speaking. However, you yourself know that you may have made some grammatical errors or maybe used some poor word choices here and there. Well, my friend, I want to tell you not to be discouraged. Don't let the odd mistake here and there take away your confidence in your spoken English. In fact, my advice today is encouraging you to make mistakes in your spoken English. You see, I was scrolling through Instagram the other day and I came across a video posted by a gentleman named Rob Moore, this wildly successful British entrepreneur. I don't really know what he does, but I appreciate his videos, or I suppose reels, You'd call them on Instagram. So I appreciate his reels. And this particular reel that he made spoke all about how we can overcome our fear of making mistakes when trying new things. I found his clip to be most encouraging, and so I'd like to share those tips with you today. Now, before we get into those tips, my friend, I've just got to remind you that I appreciate it when I get more subscribers. I appreciate it when I get likes and thumbs up and comments. If those are available, it shows me that people are really into what I'm putting out there. And so if you appreciate what you're hearing, make sure that you give it a thumbs up. Make sure that you give it a comment and don't hesitate to check out my video course. There's a link in the description. You can go ahead and click on that once we're through and learn how you can keep taking further control of your syllable stress in spoken English. But today we aren't going to be talking so much about pronunciation. I want to give you a lesson to boost your confidence in spoken English. And so without further ado, let's take a good look at Mr. Rob Moore's advice on how we can overcome our fear of making mistakes when when learning conversation skills, communication skills, and in particular, accent-related skills in other languages. So Rob Moore's three ways to overcome fear of failure, fear of making mistakes. The first thing is start now and get good later. You are never going to be worse at something than when you first learn how to do it. Let me repeat that for you so you can really let those words sink in. You are never going to be worse 
at something than when you first learn how to do it. When you're a beginner. That's when you're at your worst. This goes to say that the way to get good at your goals is to just do them as frequently as possible. All of the overthinking and, and preparation and studying in the world does not have the same value to your skills as just one real life experience can. So this goes to say get good while you practice, not before you practice. With language learning, don't spend time overthinking your words and second-guessing yourself. This makes you look unconfident, and your words will be interpreted much differently as a result. My advice, when you learn something new with a language, use it right away. You likely will do it incorrectly at first, and that's okay. If you find that people give you a funny look like maybe they didn't understand something that you said, well, then you know that you need to make some adjustments to that. And that's all right. This mistake was just one step, one big step, towards using that particular word or sound or, or idiomatic expression in a natural, you know, common way. So, get started. Don't worry about being good at everything before you do it. Just do it. Just use what you got. Get good on the way. Now, Mr. Rob Moore's second piece of advice is to be prolific over perfect. Those are his words there. Be prolific over perfect. Prolific. Not a common word. Means producing a high quantity of something. And so prolific over perfect is to say it's better to do something a lot and see it improve over time than to worry and perfect everything and, oh, you get all stressed out. Did I say this right? Did I say that right? I don't know. I feel scared inside. Nah, don't be scared. They're just words. I've felt that with other languages. I know I've been there a number of times. But that's okay. It's better to be prolific. It's better to produce a lot of something and let it get perfect over time than to worry about it being perfect. In the context of your spoken English skills, it's better to use newly learned abilities often and confidently, even if it isn't perfect, than it is to take your time perfecting each step. The more that you use it, the better you'll produce it. Doesn't that sound good there? Let's, let's say that again. Repeat that after me. The more I use it, the better I'll produce it. You're not going to learn skills from worrying about your skills. You're going to learn skills from practicing your skills. And the more you use it, the better you'll produce it. Now, Mr. Rob Moore's final tip for overcoming your natural fear of mistakes or failure is that when in doubt, try it out. When in doubt, try it out. That is to say, if you are doubting whether or not what you're doing is right, just give it a shot. Try it out. Don't hesitate. When learning the American accent, you'll come across sounds that you feel confident that you understand, but you'll doubt your abilities with them. In these cases, I find people often regress to their natural pronunciation and ultimately hinder their accent learning process. That is to say, they make it take longer to reach their spoken English goals. Folks, if you learn about a new sound and you want to use it in your casual speech, don't hesitate with it, but rather try it out. If you've practiced a few words or tongue twisters with the, the TH sound, for example, 
or the true English T, t and you think to yourself, I'm going to try and use these words today. Don't hesitate. Don't do what feels natural. Force your muscles into those new positions. Try what you've learned out. It's the only way to make this all worth your investment of time and money. If you're wrong, then again, that's fine. It doesn't cost you anything to be wrong when you're learning something new. In fact, it'll reinforce your learning experience to do it better next time. And if you're right, you will feel happy. If you're in doubt or uncertain whether or not you're correct and you try out what you've learned and you are correct, well, you'll feel pretty good about it. And you'll be even more confident the next time that you have to use it. And so those are Mr. Rob Lowe's three tips to overcoming a fear of failure, a fear of making mistakes. He gives these tips in the context of just anything that you're doing in real life, but we can totally see how these apply to your American accent learning experience. You start now and you get good on the way. Be prolific over perfect. Repeat the things that you've learned and use them as often as possible. It's not going to sound pretty at first. It's not going to sound perfect at first. But it will over time. The more that you use it, the better you'll produce it. And finally, when in doubt, try it out. If you've learned something new and you're not too sure whether or not it's the right word or the right sound for the context, try it out. Give it a shot. If you're right, you'll feel good. If you're wrong, you'll learn a lesson for free. You got you just got a free English lesson for being wrong. It's not bad. So take that advice, folks. Do as you will with it. I know I need to remember those things more often. But I mean, hey, I practice what I preach, folks. When I learn a new word, I try and use it right away. And then you know what I'll even do? I'll use the new word, the new expression or phrase or whatever. I'll use it. And then sometimes I'll just ask people. You got to be humble. You got to be humble. It's okay to look like a fool now and then. I mean, every wise man probably looks like a fool on his path towards wisdom, right? A wise person, I should say. I mean, there's men, women. Maybe you got a dog or a cat listening. So wise people, any wise person became wise by looking like a fool. And of course, you don't actually look like a fool when you ask about language questions. You just feel like it. And today's episode has all been to say, hey, let that go. Let that go. Let go of the foolish feeling. It's not for you. It, it doesn't have to hinder your language learning process. So apply these tips in your daily life and just watch that fear of failure melt away, my friend. Just melt away. Now, before we wrap things up for today, I've got a couple of announcements to make. Because this is episode number 100. And a hundred episodes out. There's actually, if you count, it's about 36 hours in total of uh, content. So you could really just start this podcast up and leave it running for a whole day and a half if you so choose. Now, over this past year and a half or so that I've been working on this podcast, I've typically been able to get out two episodes a week. And sometimes even three episodes a week when I got the time. I did take a couple of months off in the past, and in that time, what did I do? Well, I created a video course to give my audience some hard-hitting material to learn from. And those are things that I can't let fall behind because those are the things that pay the bills. And someday, 
are going to pay for my children's college education. Buy me a nice condo. Maybe a Tesla. And now, my friend, what this means for you is that, well, I'll only be putting out about one episode a week. For the next little while, at least. Every now and then, maybe I'll get out two episodes in a week. Maybe even three sometimes. However, starting now from this week on, I will be putting out mostly just one episode a week. These episodes take time. I've got to write them. I've got to record and i got to edit. And then I've got to try to promote the episodes on Instagram. And it's hours and hours of work. And I love doing it. However, if I devote just a little more attention in another direction, then in a very short time, I will have some hard-hitting material available for you, my friend. Video courses. I really enjoyed making that video course. And I think I know what I can do to make it even better in the future. Plus, I've got a lot of people who completed the first video course, and they're now messaging me saying, hey, where's the second? Yeah, people want more. And I gotta take a little bit of time to make sure I can help you folks out in the most effective way possible. And so a series of video courses are currently in the works. I'll have much more information on those in the days to come. But in the meantime, don't hesitate to click that link in the description and check out the video course that I've already got available for you. Anyway, so that's my news for today. I'll be doing a little bit less podcasting. I'll still get out one episode a week at least, but a little bit less podcasting and a lot more video course content. Well, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you for listening. I hope that you're as excited about these projects to come as I am. And I look forward to teaching you many more things in the days to come. Have a good one, folks.